0: (laughs) Welcome back to Thursday Night Football Preview. We've got the most electrifying game on the docket tonight. The Chicago Bears travel to the Washington Commanders as five and a half point dogs in a 44 and a half point over under game. In today's video, we're going to break down everything going on in the game, the key storylines, the key injuries, our favorite underdog squares fantasy players whether or not you should have them in your lineup and who's going to win today's game if you have not gotten an underdog yet they have a free square for tonight's game justin fields over half a yard it's free it's money that's good for you not for me you have to be a first time depositor to get it if you go on underdogfantasy.com or download the app first link in the description Use the code BDGE when you deposit $10 or more. They'll double it and give you that free square. Justin Fields, .5, will give you a couple other ones towards the end of the video to pair with that. We've got no weather concerns. It's still nice. It's still early October. Nothing to worry about on that front. We do have to worry about the secondary for the Chicago Bears when we're talking about injuries. We've got Kyler Gordon out. We've got Jalen Johnson just ruled out and Eddie Jackson ruled out. They do have Tevin Jenkins back on the line for Thursday Night Football, which could be big for the Chicago Bears. I don't know if anything's going to help this team right now. That entire secondary's out. They're already terrible to begin
1: with. I was going to say, I don't know if any of those secondary injuries matter. If you told me, are these guys starters, I wouldn't have known if you're naming the Bears, if you're naming, like, maybe you're talking about the <laughs> the, Nebraska those, those football Those are good team. players.
0: Those are good players, uh, especially relative to, to the Chicago Bears roster. You
2: think, even though they're dogs, you think if they lose this one, the coach is gone?
0: No, no. I almost feel like uh, with the Bears, there's no reason to do reactionary things right now because if if they're like where you want to see how this thing plays out, I feel like if they're going to start putting new faces in, it's going to be at the end of the year. They're going to be like, let's wipe it clean, new coach, new this, new quarterback, all that kind of shit. But doing it right now
1: doesn't make a lot of sense. I think going into the season, they had hopes they could be competitive, like kind of building off the momentum that Justin Fields had. But now that you're here, I think after four weeks, they're like, you know what? We're good at rebuilding. Let's just keep it going. Yeah,
0: so it's, it's not great right now for the Chicago Bears. They're, bi- they're big dogs against the Washington Commanders. They have no real injuries right now. I think, like, Dotson and Curtis Samuel are dealing with, like, a little something-something, but they should be good to go. So you've got a team that I think is just better than the Bears at full strength right now. When you look at, like, the storyline of the game, I don't think we really know what the Washington Commanders are. I think we just know the Chicago Bears stink. But Fields is coming off a really big game, right? Fields is coming Huge. off 300-plus passing yard game four touchdowns comes against the Denver Broncos like how how fraudulent was that game
2: I think it's very fraudulent cuz it was through the air like we Fields isn't like that like if So you would have felt he... more
0: comfortable if you put up like a 75 and 1 on the ground for yeah. fantasy purposes
2: 100% and I still think that's in him and that's kind of like why I still think he has value the rest of the season but I don't think that's sustainable throwing 300 I mean that was his first time ever throwing it 300
0: Really makes you question like how bad is the Broncos' And they have, secondary. like, one
2: great corner. I know that's only, like, one out of 11 guys. Are like
0: The other 10 stink. It's yeah. just like, don't throw to that guy. Everybody else is open game.
1: I mean, he's been disappointing. I mean, I guess he hasn't been disappointing fantasy-wise. I think you drafted him hoping that he would be more like what Jalen Hurts was last year where he takes that step up. And, I mean, even at the end of last year, he was, like, there were weeks where he was the QB1. And it, it just doesn't feel like you're going to get a lot of these weeks where you feel great starting him. How many...
0: The rest of the season, we have 13 more games. I think right, we're four weeks in. 13 more games. How many top five fantasy finishes do we get out of Fields?
1: I don't think that many. I'll Uh, put the
0: over under at 1.5.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, I'll I'll take the over then. My mindset three flat. I was gonna, yeah. I think three is a good number. You think he'll
0: finish as a top five guy three more times?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I still think even that feels a little optimistic at this point. Probably. I think he still has it in the bag, but like his floor is going to be a lot lower than what we're hoping for I mean there's going to be times where teams can either shut him down on the ground or for whatever reason the offense just doesn't cater to him using his legs I mean I think
2: there's a real chance he could do it tomorrow like tonight not saying he could. I think it's just in his bag every given week he's got that shot
0: I think Washington's a lot better defense than what Fields has played for the most part up to this point but I do kind of agree with what you said last week feels way less predictable than what we got at justin fields like if we saw a vintage justin fields game 200 a touchdown plus 75 in the ground touchdown then i'd be like okay yeah. letting them open it up a little bit but i don't know what you could take from last week and be like they're gonna keep doing this i
1: mean are we sure <laughs> that the commander's defense is good yeah, they feel pretty fraudulent the, if we're talking about things that are fraudulent
0: okay i would i wouldn't say that they're great i think their front seven and their run d is good i think their secondary is still has a lot of work to to be done on it so, yeah. so maybe Fields coming through the air, but I think on on the flip side, we've got another guy, Sam Howell, that we're not really sure of who he is. I'm on the I'm in the belief that like he'll do good against bad teams, he'll do bad against elite teams. He's had three good games, one really bad game against Buffalo a couple weeks ago. When he's under pressure, he takes a lot of sacks. He holds onto the ball forever. Him and Fields both hold onto the ball forever. Chicago dead last in pass rush, and that is like Sam Howell's weakness. When you look at the rest of Chicago, their entire secondary is banged up already. So it's like I don't I don't know what. They're going to do on defense. Sam Howell can be bad and still be good in this game.
2: I agree with it, exactly what you said. But all around, if I had to pick a side, I think he's a bad QB. Like, he's got more interceptions and touchdowns on the year.
0: If I had to go 51-49, I would go more good than bad really? for Howell. Like, yeah. I don't even think, you he's, think, I think he's bottom 10.
2: In, like, three years he'll be here?
0: Three years?
2: Let's say this season and the next one. You think he'll finish, finish out next year with the Commanders?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't no. think they're in a spot where they have, like, a lot of flexibility for movement. I think they feel like, comfortable enough I, with him right now.
2: I could see if next year they're not good. They just, like, can Rivera, can be enemy. They're like, let's just sweep it clean.
0: Going into next year or after next after year? After next
2: season. So I guess I should have said that. After next season, do you think they're keeping him going into year three of or um, four of his career? That's a lot of, like, predicting. But.
0: I'll say, yeah. I, I, I think I've seen enough good from him that I feel like he could develop into a, uh, a good player. I think with any young player, like, you're going to struggle against really good I think co-
2: really he could be, teams. like, Baker. Like, with the right... Well, they look system. the same.
1: Yeah. They're, like, built the same. No, they look, they look, the, look same. the same, yeah.
2: They do look the same. Like sh- They're built the same. Shave off the same house. Howell's, like,
0: I don't want to say he's more athletic, but he uses his rushing ability more for production. Like, he's a, he's a good runner of he the probably football. is more
1: athletic than Baker.
0: Baker's, like, sh- like low-key kind of athletic. He'll make some play- He's not, like, going to run for, like, 30 <laughs> yards in a game, but he'll make he some plays where is. you're like, okay, you're not like a – yeah, yeah, he <laughs> thinks he is more than he is, but Howell, like, kind of – Howell is but doesn't think he is, probably. Yeah. That's, like, kind of the way I look at it um, the rest of the storylines, I, I don't really know. It's like, I guess we're not going to figure out anything from the Washington defensive side of the ball because they're playing against Chicago. The wide receivers in Washington, I think Terry's getting more and more healthy and you're starting to see him take over as more of the alpha. Dotson's been a wild disappointment. Robinson's taken over as the alpha in the backfield. There's It, it feels pretty like plain cut and dry for the most part of this matchup.
2: I will say it does feel like we got a mid team versus a bad team. Can any of them break that narrative? Basically, that's what we're looking for. But in my what
0: what outcomes could you see from this game outside of like okay, say the Bears win like thirty five to fourteen or something like that? You're like okay, maybe they took a step. I don't really know if there's another outcome of this game where I feel like I learned something for, about a team. Like if Washington wins thirty one to fourteen. Do you really learn anything? You're like, nah. Washington's just better than Chicago. Chicago kind of stinks, right?
2: I mean, it might tell you like, could they compete for a wild card in the Week NFC because they hung with Philly for up until overtime, obviously. Like, yeah. I don't know. I guess just to see, is there any shot Commanders can make a playoff push?
1: So it's more, yeah. Okay. Are they in the hunt? Yeah. This is just a classic Thursday night matchup. This, NFL yeah. feeding the this shit. This is what we came here for. <laughs> this is what
0: Amazon wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into the fantasy relevant players and check out where we've got them ranked. All of our rankings are available in our membership on BDGE co. we've got our weekly rankings we've got our wire rankings we've got the private live stream that goes every saturday 2 p.m eastern time also available on the website bdge.co to sign up let's talk quarterbacks you got fields as a guy who could potentially be in the top five you've got him at qb8
2: yeah uh i don't really think i need to defend myself a whole lot he was qb2 last week He's defend yourself qb12 on the season still I-, I think this is a game where we finally Kind of like Jack said earlier today, like, we might finally see that one big run from Justin Fields where he just dropped a 50-piece in a single play, and we're like, there's a nice five points to cash in on. We might be running with a little bit of do logic there, but we feel real do.
0: I would probably throw Fields maybe towards, like, the lower quarterback one range. I don't know. Who do you have, uh, like, directly behind him?
2: You might find this bold. Jordan Love, Trevor Lawrence, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff.
0: Okay. I I don't know if I can necessarily make a good argument for any of the ones behind just because the... Better fancy QBs have. True that. It's a big bye week, and they get tough matchups. So I guess I can't argue too much against it. Uh, Howell at quarterback 16. So he's obviously playable in super flex. I think I have to play him in one or two of my super flexes, and I don't feel terrible about it going against Chicago. Nothing really else to talk about there. Robinson's obviously comfortably a starter against Chicago. Let's talk about Herbert a little bit because Herbert – is someone who kind of just finally blew up and like took the reins back from Roshan Johnson.
2: That's that's why I'm like, I put him at like, if you're desperate for a flex play, go for it. But it's tough. Like, he the first few weeks, it looked like Roshan's role was growing and growing and growing. Then, like you said, he took back the reins. He saw 79% of the snaps in week four. The first three weeks, he didn't go above 60. So it's like, I don't know what happened. It, I don't have the perfect answer for you, but
0: it's kind of, I, I wonder if, um, I wonder if they just, like, feel more comfortable with Herbert. So anytime they're, like, in a game, you know, like last week yeah. where they think, oh, we could win this, let's just, like, give Herbert the ball and let him run. But if we're getting our asses whooped, like, let's see what Roshan can do. It does feel yeah. like a lot of garbage time goes for Roshan. So I don't really argue against it. He's not someone I'm excited to get into my lineup, even with the big performance last week. How do you
2: feel? Because I have right behind him, like, Najee.
1: You have, have Najee behind Herbert? I feel nothing so, when you say Najee to me. <laughs> yeah, <like laughs> I feel nothing. who's does Najee play? They, they do play the Ravens. <laughs> yeah exactly like I, I don't
0: know Najee's really due for a rushing touchdown for sure but like I god I don't want to play Najee
2: yeah so I think he's worth the flex play but this is not something I'm pushing where oh yeah he's a must start in the top 24
0: by any means okay so we move to the wide receivers we've got DJ Moore the only guy you can even look his way Um uh, what about uh Darnell Mooney any interest in Darnell Mooney,
2: dude? So I was looking at his props, and okay. over 30 yards felt pretty good. He finished two games this season, three games this season. Excuse me, he's gone over it in two of the three, and no Chase Claypool.
0: The goat is out. Yeah. Like
2: this is not a guy I'm playing, so I didn't. I didn't even throw him in there. Like I don't think anyone in any league you could start him. But
0: a little prop action though,
2: he could be someone that like just has some stupid game where all of a sudden you're convinced to take him on the waivers in the following. He's week. like a random.
0: He's a good player that could randomly pop off. Yeah, on a, like a. Any given Sunday kind of thing, any given Thursday kind of thing. Mooney's, Mooney's been there before. He's been a good NFL player, so I,
2: put up one K before. I
0: think I think you could do. Yeah, it's pretty fucking wild. I want to do a trivia. Actually, it's like the most random people ever to put up a
1: thousand yards in a season. I don't know how we'd quantify confidence. that, but fucking Michael Gallup. I think DJ Moore is in line for a pretty big game. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it later in in terms of uh, underdog slips, but I don't know. He's he's been very like boomer bust, and
2: he has been boomer like to the T.
0: I feel like he's been kind of good though. In week one, he had like two targets,
2: and then against the Chiefs, they didn't do anything. So it's like yeah. two games he just shit to bed. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's only like he's only like two uh, for four in, t- in terms of like you uh, felt good about starting him, but I thought the last three games he did well. Think, no, I this this Chiefs, feels like a boom like, for DJ Moore though.
0: Fields
2: had ninety nine passing yards,
0: mm. but did he not go like fifty and a touchdown? Check.
2: I'm
1: pretty. Well, sure I think that was one of his boom weeks. Oh, okay. That if sense. I'm not mistaken.
0: I thought that was sandwiched in between as two good weeks. You we check, though.
1: So,
2: week four, nine for 131. Week three versus the Chiefs, six for 41. So, de- no I think 41 and a tub? Oh, and a tutty. Yeah. Damn, okay.
1: And then oh, then week like, two was also good. Yeah, and then he went seven for That's what I mean. Four. Like, the
0: last three games have all been super usable for fantasy. Right. Like, PPR, that's like 15 or 16.
2: Oh, sorry. It was three for 41. So, yeah. with the tutty, it's still nice, but I, I read targets. Three for 41. Yeah, that's playable. I mean, I got him in the wide see for two range for sure. I think it's uh, Washington's gives up the eleventh most fantasy points to wide receivers, so I mean,
0: I just feel like he's the only like somewhat stable piece right now in that passing game where he'll get the targets. He's been doing good enough, you know. They brought that him in to be the pool. one again. Just guy, I just have it. to throw that in there, you know. Can never have enough of that in there. <laughs> um, you have Terry at twenty four. We've got Dotson at forty three.
2: Dotson's like done for. Yeah, the, he's like, like dropping. That's to like me giving him point. respect.
0: Yeah, makes yeah. me sick.
1: Still hoping. Yeah. It's still, still. Holding on to it's that. It's like weird. We're giving him hype. like
2: name value value, and he shouldn't really have any. I know.
0: It's like, like, like has- we hyped him up to a point where like it was it, the value is so much further than his name, yeah. so that it got him name value, <laughs> exactly. and now we're holding on to
1: it. We're delusional. Yeah, it's we can't s- go. It's only a month. We can't go back on like, like four months. Being in this of office has ruined us yeah. <laughs> with,
0: with certain players, and Dotson is clear fucking proof of that. I mean. <laughs> is he unplayable against the bears (laughs) you know like chase claypool out (laughs) he's wide
2: (laughs) he's wide receiver 61 and last last week he got like a touchdown that probably boosted him probably 40 spots (laughs) he's not he's
0: yeah no don't don't fucking start Jahan dawson but i think you can comfortably start dj moore and Terry mclaurin as he's you know getting ramped up more and more from the turf toe it seems like he's completely over that flip side Cole Komet.
2: I, I'm kind of low on Komet. Yeah, he's coming off of 14, two touchdowns. 14 feels a little low. He is coming off of two touchdowns. But he,
0: wasn't he shitty as hell before that?
2: Before that, he's knocked on over seven fantasy points. So it's like.
0: You know what Kyle Pitts' is season high in fantasy points is? Less than that. It's like 6.2. <laughs> Ever? Oh, no, in the, this year. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought he was like, no way. It's believable. Oh, and
2: the commanders give up. The fewest fantasy points to tight ends. I have the least. Not the most least. (laughs) Most fewest
1: to tight ends. So it's like. (laughs) To be fair, I don't know this off the top of my head, but like, who are the tight ends? is about to be a bar right
2: now. I mean, Dallas Goddard last week. Goat. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox. You can maybe argue that's like competing against each other. So it's hard for one of them to have a good week. But and then. Washington, you're saying? Yeah. Zach Ertz. He kind of, kind of, he was kind of nice this year. Nicer than he should be. Yeah. So
1: they haven't faced no Cole Komet without Chase Claypool <laughs> yet. <laughs> they but not.
0: that's the thing. There's like the Cole Komet's not the guy who, does, who makes that argument. You no. Know? He's like them, no. Yeah. yeah, I just want him to. <laughs> I'm not fine 14. with it. Komet just seems like he falls into that range from 9 to fucking 29 where it's just like if he scores a touchdown, he's going to be really good. If he mm-hmm. does and he's getting you fucking three points.
1: Exactly. He's actually the guy who, looking at underdog lines, like feels like they're too low on him. Like we were talking about Darnell Mooney being too low. It's like, oh, he could pop off like I think I really like the Mooney line. I think I'm with f- no-case <laughs> Claypool. <Switch> <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to go with like somebody who's not DJ Moore in this offense, I'd feel more you comfortable. You feel comfortable with that? Yeah, I mean their lines are I think are relatively close. I don't remember exactly, but I think yeah, they're both that. I would take at, Mooney like,
0: over Komet in yardage.
1: I want to say they're like in yard the same. I mean in yeah. yardage it's a little different, but they're both at like three receptions. I mean, I'll double check it, but I feel yeah. like I feel like they're they're both labeled similar.
0: All right, well, we'll check it now because we're going right into it with uh, the underdog squares of the Thursday night football night of the big night, Justin Fields, .5 square. It's free. It's sitting there double-cheeked up for you. Go sign up. Promo code BDGE will get you a double deposit plus that free square. The non-free square that I will give you is Sam Howell higher than 17 fantasy points. Again, I'm just a believer that he'll do well against the shitty team the Chicago Bears who have the worst pass rush in the league and they're probably bordering on the worst secondary given the health of their secondary right now. Sam Howell is a runner. He is athletic. He can get, you know, uh, the 10 to 20 to 30 rushing yards on a given night, which gives you an extra couple fantasy points. Every quarterback that Chicago has played against has put up either 300 yards or three touchdown passes. They've accumulated zero interceptions from the opposing starting quarterbacks, Blaine Gabbert, through two when Mahomes came out for Literally a second, Gabber got in there. What's your
2: and, stat line uh, prediction:
0: I'm gonna say he throws for 220 yards, two touchdowns, and um, 16 rushing yards. I think no matter which way you break it, pretty much two touchdowns, one through the air, one through the one on the ground, will yeah. get him over. Like 17 is not a very high mark if you have an efficient day, and I don't imagine him not having an efficient day against the Chicago Bears. Yeah, dude's
1: also been just tearing it up on the ground. 13 yeah. and a half rush yards pretty interesting it is just throwing it out there
0: you could take it you got freedom for another four days
1: in this in this slip i can't at least because you already have sam howell so i'm going to go with dj Moore to have more than four receptions i mean we were already talking about how sneaky switched over from the targets yeah the targets went up half a target Mm. it went from five and a half to six now you need seven yeah yeah i'm out i'm out I feel you. So I'm just going to go with the receptions. Uh, he's coming off a game against Denver with eight. Uh, he had six against uh, Can- or Tampa Bay. But the dude's getting targets. 22 targets last three games. That's about seven average. So uh, they're making sure to at least throw the ball his way. I kind of feel like they're going to get him started around the line of scrimmage. This feels like a just get the ball in DJ Moore's hand type of game.
2: No Chase Claypool. No
1: Chase Claypool, of course. <laughs> I don't have any stats. I don't have any stats to back that up, but Commanders' pass defense not been great this year, and I also think that the Bears' defense being so bad probably helps this line. I mean, they're letting up like thirty-four points a game. The Bears are so, and just just game script wise, Sam Howell about to be a movie. <laughs> he is about. To, <laughs> he's about to be a goddamn trilogy. <laughs> but um, Justin Fields is going to have to respond. The Bears' offense is going to have to respond. This feels it feels like a good matchup. DJ Moore has been used a lot. So I'm not thinking about this too hard. I'm just riding DJ Moore number 1 target for the Chicago Bears. Just just
2: be good and we'll get it. Just yeah, have just, a good day. You, you don't
1: have to be good. You just got to kind of be average.
2: Yeah. Good thing. I'm taking uh Brian Robinson, hopping back to the Commanders. We didn't really talk about like I feel like having him as RB8
1: on this Dude, I was going to bring that up, but then you pivoted to we started talking about Herbert. That's pretty high. No? I thought that was yeah, <laughs> yeah. real high. Yeah. I
0: like I like it. I mean, he's I feel like he's finished really high. Similar to Howell, like, if you put him in good matchups, he pretty much fucking eats. Philly and Buffalo are really tough run defenses, so wasn't really surprised that he... Even in those, I feel like he's been either efficient or scored or, like, did okay.
2: They're giving him the work. I'm taking Mm -hmm. him over 12 fantasy points, basically 11.85. He's gotten this in three out of four games. Chicago gives up the second most fantasy points to running backs. That's... What else do you need to hear? Another small little piece. I'm not putting any money on it, but his receiving line's like seven yards.
1: I like that.
0: The
2: Bears give up the most receiving yards to running backs. So now you're telling c- me Antonio that could Gibson's be the Antonio, Antonio the Gibson
0: game. I wanted to take the under yardage. He's at 38 and a half, which I feel like he hasn't hit since like week one against a really shitty team.
1: You talking about Gibson? Yeah. yeah. Yards? The He's the at Bears. 35 now. Oh, it went down. Yeah. My, the only game.
0: thing is, like the game script is so in favor of Washington that I could see Gibson getting. Like, multiple drives just to himself, and, like, one big play kind of fucks you, even though I'd still take the lower if, if I needed to.
2: Uh, I really like Brian Robinson to get in the end zone, and if the script of the game does play out how we think it will, the commanders are up,
1: they can run the ball. That's
0: we need a little howl how to B-Rob uh, receiving touchdown. That's uh, what
1: we need. Is this, That'd like, even, just to go on your point, I feel like in a no matter what the game script is, positive, neutral, behind, like, I think they're just going to use B-Rob. Yeah,
0: I think that's where he's at. That's his role in the offense now. They yeah. just hate Gibson. You'd Love to see it. For good reason, honestly. All right, let's do some game predictions. Uh, if you could tell by my attitude the entire video, I'm just completely off Chicago, which means i Washington, minus 5.5, lay the points at home, over 44.5. They're going to score points. Justin Fields might score a few points. It's, it's just not a very high mark to get to. It's not like either of these defenses are stifling. A couple bad teams throwing up some fucking Yahtzee balls down the field. Washington minus... Five and a half and a half over 44 and a half ditto tony you're just copy paste <laughs> do you think
2: there's any chances games like actually like electric and we're like this is actually fucking good. i I actually do think it'd be there cool is. yeah maybe I'm just trying to Convince myself that and give myself they have hope. enough, like,
0: exciting players. You know, yeah. I feel like sometimes the Thursday night football games that suck usually suck because it's like the Jets, where it's like, Maybe Oh, we Amazon have to watch is like, we want Zach Wilson. One. You think that, yeah, like it I wasn't like it. you
2: have to have them. It's like they picked it out.
0: They pick, as soon as Chase Claypool was out, they're like, We need this on Thursday All night right. football. No, he was probably the reason they wanted him <laughs> in the first place. They're like, We got swindled. <laughs> no, Claypool were out. We we're giving fun. this game to Peacock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Five and a half felt pretty good. It was like six and a half earlier. Was it? Yeah, and I was scared it was going to go to seven, but it actually went the opposite way. So I'm all in on the minus five and a half.
0: I feel a little nervous if it was up to six and a half. That's pretty. It's a big number.
1: That is a big number. I I kind of want to take the Bears here. When in doubt, good teams win. Great teams cover. Washington definitely not a great team. I will feel say, a lot better with six than five. Five and a half is just like a weird number.
2: Who do, who's Washington's second? win? their second? They, win? they started two and zero. Oh. oh, the Broncos.
1: Yeah, they beat the Broncos. Okay. Broncos beat Bears. So. All right, all right. By that math, bears are getting skunked. But uh, I, I really like the over in this game too. I just think there's going to be a lot of points. I do think this is going to be a sneaky, exciting game. It feels like both teams are bad enough to where there'll be a lot of points. Like you were saying, there's there there are exciting players in this game, but also both teams like kind of feel like they could flounder a lot in this game. You know, so wide,
0: wide range of outcomes. I would say,
1: yeah, definitely. Again, maybe it's just Thursday. We got nothing else better to do. I'm just praying that this is a shootout just to watch something cool. But so what are you taking? I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the Bears plus five and a half.
0: Like you said, great teams cover. Chicago Bears, great team. <laughs> Jahan Dotson, <laughs> great player. Breakout game incoming. Not what
1: I might. I'm going to fuck around and say that the Bears win this game. Okay. All right.
0: Okay.
2: For real? Yeah, just to get their just, first win of the season. Dude, is
1: everybody isn't everybody on the Commanders this week? For yeah, because the Bears are terrible. <laughs> they are terrible. I mean, the I Commanders just went like toe to toe with Philly. Right, but they they got their heart broken. They were on they were 2 yards away from winning that game and Ron Rivera was like, "No, we're going to go to overtime." If anything, the Commanders You want to talk
0: about a coach that needs to go.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ron he, That's why he the I be gone? lost the team gone. He put his ass in a team. boat. Meanwhile, Eberflus they're used. They're used to, <laughs> they're used to losing. The He's team. rallying. They, they've never had a coach before. <laughs> <Ebert Jeez. laughs> He's the e- difference today. <laughs> Yo, what if Fluce is like, all right, you know what, Fields? Like, you can run it. I'm done holding yeah. you back. Fly, <laughs> You're fly, not my, my to little angel. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Fluce is like, I've been, I've been holding this secret <laughs> weapon named Justin Fields. I'm gonna unleash him.
0: JMO, take us away.